the best way to teach leadership is to be deliberate and intentional. Welcome back to the podcast, Live Epic, Youth Development and Leadership. So I hope you're ready to learn and to share what you have learned with others in your circle. This podcast is for persons who are exposed to young people. Maybe you're a parent or a guardian. You could be a youth officer, an educator, serving youth in your classrooms all across the world. Or maybe you're involved in the business field as an HR officer or a manager at work and you're responsible for managing teams of young people, definitely then this podcast is for you. So as I said in our last episode, we're going to continue to look at preparing young people for leadership. And I'm going to share a couple of principles with you that you can uh, process and apply in whatever you're doing wherever you are in your interactions with young people. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to going into it. Let's talk about the principle of responsibility. Basically giving them some work to do. So, it's very important that we don't shy away from giving young people meaningful work to do all right and let's start in the home now when i was preparing this episode i thought to myself oh daryl come on man this this is this is basic stuff and you should need to say this I, everyone knows this is true but then i had to you know really think about it backtrack and said you know what daryl there are people who really need to hear this so let's go when we're looking at it from at the home level, we're going to start at the home level. Don't underestimate the value of chores and summer jobs and giving uh, your children, the young people in your care, you know, meaningful work to do. It provides an opportunity for them to learn about responsibility teaches them um, about, you know, their own uh, self-worth, builds that self-confidence. And in an overall sense, it helps to boost their maturity. Because, yeah, what you do at home prepares them for the world outside of the home. And so I want to speak to you in a very clear way, parents, guardians, persons who are responsible for young people at the, at the home, please, please don't underestimate the value of providing or ensuring that young people are participating in chores and in their summer, summer jobs. It could be something simple as working at the hardware, your local hardware, uh, your local uh, shoe store, etc. Because this exposes them to, you know, the principles of money and seeing how things operate, having to, you know, work for, for, for an income to understand you know, that you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And chores gives them that responsibility, that, that opportunity to develop that, you know, responsibility muscle. On the workplace, oh, it's so critical that 
you give them meaningful work. I remember one time I was doing an internship at a company and I had the opportunity to speak to a couple of of uh, interns and they were so frustrated because they were doing they were just paper pushing. You know, they so they came, they have, you know, the the, the experience, they have well not much experience, but they have, you know, the degrees. You know, they, they went through school and and they've had them, you know, doing stuff like literally just, you know, to pass the time during the day. This makes no sense. And Deloitte, Deloitte, they do an annual survey and their fifth annual millennial survey, which was done in 2016, uh, had some really, really interesting uh, results. Let me share one with you. Six in 10 millennials, 63%, said that their leadership skills were not being fully developed. Right, and a lack of leadership development opportunities and feelings of being un- underutilized was cited by many as those who you know considering switching careers. In other words, these folks are thinking of leaving because hey, they are not getting any real opportunity to practice uh, what you know they they are trained to do, what what they came to the job with the intention of doing, all right? So even in the faith-based organizations, the, the application is the same. It's good to have opportunities for the young people to practice, to lead, to serve. So it could be a youth choir, a youth groups, uh, youth sports activities. Make sure you have something for them to be engaged in that could work on their muscles in terms of, of leadership responsibility. So the main point is, if you don't give them an opportunity to shine, they're going to leave. And you don't want them to leave, right? No, we don't want them to leave at all. We want them to stay with our, our organization and uh, as long as possible. In the home setting, of course, you want them to be gone after a certain time but you want to prepare them for life outside of the home. Okay, so the next, the next uh, principle is the value and the principle of communication. So I want you to understand that in your work with young people, you are constantly or you need to in a constant uh, state of communication. In other words, it's important to provide continuous feedback. Now, this connects with the first point because it's sort of it, it builds on it. In every in every circumstance that you're in, in every sphere that you're in, because you're you're a parent, obviously, more than likely you're working, you may be a manager as well. Uh, responsible for for young people as well, so uh, and the young professionals, so it 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 plays in either role that you're in. You want to provide uh, expectations and feedback. So for your children, for the persons who you're supervising on the workplace, you want to explain standards, procedures, protocols, chain of command. Because, you know, young people don't know. 
you imagine going to a company for the first time and you know situations occur and you're not sure what to do right you want um the the, the person to know okay this is how to respond to a situation and this is the chain of command if if it exists because you know certain organizations have you know a partic- particular way they want things to be done um not you know not everything you just go straight to the CEO or or something like that you know you have um persons at, at different tiers that you interact with you want to be accessible and understand that there're going to be hiccups and in your communication with them not go crazy because you know something went wrong and for those of you who are in the in the management practice especially hr you understand that in terms of performance management just how critical communication is and communication ideally should not come at the end when you're doing your appraisal and you're saying okay here johnny this is how we felt about your work for the entire year no cuz you don't wait until the entire year has concluded to then say no we didn't like how you were submitting your reports the quality of your reports the timeliness of it no you know you 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 are expected as as a leader to communicate the direct uh, leader to communicate with johnny much earlier hey you know could we improve on this could we make this better um i like what you're doing can we you know ramp up things can we uh remove some of that etc etc so communication communication is key hugo renel said it best he said we as humans learn through sharing and communicating so in teaching them and preparing them for leadership you want to practice that principle of communication wherever you are at make sure you keep those lines of communication open and always um dialed up with information going to them and listening to them as well in terms of receiving feedback from the young person so provide a model for addressing conflict this is the principle of troubleshooting this is our last point max ocado said conflict is inevitable but combat is optional Okay so we're going to have conflict but we don't have to have combat we choose that okay So at the home practice brainstorming solutions encourage dialogue You see that communication comes back again encouraging dialogue yeah You want to model conflict uh addressing conflict in terms of how you manage it how you respond to it you want to model that for your children teach them the the how to do an, a true apology okay you want to redirect them to focus on identifying the problem so it's it's very easy to get caught up you know for so for the young person you know could get 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 could get distracted or about so many different things you want them to focus on identifying the problem okay and this may sound counterintuitive but you know don't speak if you're not clear ask for clarity 
ask a question, get clear, um, because you want to try to avoid, you know, causing unnecessary harm or hurt, okay? Now, in the business sector, you know, there are many models that you can take many approaches to managing conflict. And one of the popular ones is a, is a Thomas Kilman conflict mode instrument. And basically, they designed this instrument that looks at five, uh, what you could call, stages of conflict. They talk about accommodating, avoiding, competing, compromising, and collaboration. And so they actually su suggest that, you know, sometimes it happens where, you know, based on the situation, it, it might people may choose to avoid, and it may even be okay with that. It may be worth it because it's... It doesn't really matter, okay? Um, well, let me see. Let me not say it doesn't matter, but the impact of the situation may lend itself to it not being something that you want to press, okay? But in I know in the faith-based community, this is something that we were taught about the basically the three strikes type of approach, where you know the first approach is you go directly to the brother and you say they. You know, I feel offended about X, Y, and Z. And if they don't listen to you, then you take an elder with you, all right, to treat with the situation. And then if they don't listen to you and the elder, then you bring him before, you know, the general body. You know, some some um, faith-based organizations, some churches practice that. It, it it all depends on on your approach, you know, because, you know, you can mix it up. You could do other things, all right? So it really depends on the resources you have uh, because you may have minds that think differently about how to treat with conflict. But the main point is you want to create a, a situation, an environment where conflict is not the boogeyman in the room. All right? It's a, a safe space or a space where conflict could be addressed. And you're modeling that. You're allowing for practice of that. There are going to be mistakes sometimes, a little stepping on the corns or saying wrong things or, you know, just, you know, some mistakes. But you want to create, a, create that environment where conflict can be addressed. Thank you for staying to the end. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I hope that it inspired you, it touched you, you know, it gave you something to think on, to work on, uh, to, to, um, to just empower you in your great work of leading and shaping young minds in your sphere, whether it's home, at the work, or in your faith-based organization. You know, in today's episode, what stood out to me was uh, two things really that aspect I, I mentioned about teaching children about a proper apology and something I had to learn uh, about a lot in my personal life and also uh, and just to say this is just to be clear you know, I sucked at it um, I probably still not good at it I'm trying to uh, be better in that um but the second thing that really stood out to me was that 
principle on conflict, managing conflict. So I have two children and I'm thinking, okay, well, that's something else you need to do better at because I want to model or be a model for responding to conflict that would, you know, really give them a leg up on how to deal with conflict in their lives. So yeah, those are two things that really held on to me in preparing for this episode. So I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for your comments, for your feedback, for sharing uh, this podcast with others. You could connect with me on social media, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Daryl Butkin. On Facebook, Daryl D. Butkin. And feel free to leave a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. It's, it's appreciated very much. Uh, my question to you, though, is do you have a plan to prepare young people for leadership? What are you going to do now based on the information that we talked about, you know, the, the concepts and the principles? Uh, feel free to let me know. Uh, we could talk about it more. I'm available um, to, you know, just chat about you know, what the great things you're doing in your neck of the woods. Okay, so next episode, it's going to be important. This week is National Suicide Awareness Awareness Week. And the next episode I'm going to release is coming out soon. It's going to be talking about suicide. And I know it's not really... Uh, you know, uh, it's not a fun topic, but it's something that we have to talk about. And definitely it is a big issue with respect to young people. So uh, look out for that episode coming out very soon. I love you. Stay strong. Live epic. Live epic.